explore You Underestimate My Power and seven other spiritual poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to Meditate Like a Jedi. Today's first poem You Underestimate My Power. The arrogant meditation student was as foolish as he was enthusiastic. One day he boasted to his teacher, I don't care if anyone else practices this path, for I am practicing this path and it is making me as happy as a lark. To which his teacher softly responded, Oh, that is a very great problem indeed. For if your empathy for the sufferings of others is neither spontaneous nor contrived, your meditation, no matter how pleasurable, has taken a very wrong turn. When shown the error of our ways, we can indulge our prideful and defensive tendencies, giving them free reign over our choices and utterances and actions, like Anakin shouting at Obi-Wan on Mustafar, You underestimate my power! Shortly and ironically before his disfiguring defeat. Or we could choose humility and vulnerability and curiosity and the enthusiasm to evolve. We could ask our teacher for clarification and assistance and how to specifically and pragmatically take our next steps upon enlightenment's path. Yes, we can choose the defensiveness of toxic masculinity, or the vulnerability of healing femininity, but we cannot choose both, for they are mutually exclusive, like one path headed in two directions, one leading to where we have been, and the other leading to where we would like to go. May we, therefore, choose well. Today's second poem, let's try this again, today's second poem, Indictment, Novel Coronavirus, Avian Flu, swine flu, and E. coli outbreaks seem to be indictments against animal husbandry. If our love for animals is not strong enough to break our habit of eating, no less exploiting them, then perhaps it is the longing to preserve our species that could wake us up. Today's third poem, Defile. My first autumn of college, my second stepfather asked me for a blowjob. I'm not sure which was more disturbing, the ease with which he sought to defile the parent-child dynamic 
or the enthusiasm with which he strove to betray my mother. Today's fourth poem, Tantric Sex Tips. Let us speak of tantric sensuality and assume you and your partner are already in a relationship that is intimate and committed and secure. With familiarity and with comfort could come a lazy style of lovemaking that could lead to the folly of directly grabbing erogenous zones without sufficient enticement. If you have ever received a Swedish massage, you could remember that the session classically concludes with what they call long connecting strokes, which sounds far more filthy than it is. During long connecting strokes, the left hand could drag up from the foot and the right hand simultaneously drags down from the hand and the two meet in the torso. Likewise, allow the peck of a lip kiss to transmute into the passion of an open mouth kiss. And let the firm and slow caress of a distinctly G-rated part of your partner's body slowly move towards much more interesting parts of their body, only to detour at the last moment, just as in preparation for a sneeze, we involuntarily take a few shallow halting breaths prior to the sneeze's main event. Likewise, long, slow strokes of your partner's body shift the blood mass in a way that makes their body feel like sex is their own idea. Like the abdominal undulations of a body dancer that have been crafted over millennia by wise women determined to convince men that cunnilingus was their idea. The most effective way to apply this advice is not to do so as if following a recipe from a place of contrivance, or to do so in a frenzy from a place of scatteredness, but rather to do so from a place of centered spontaneity, which is the fruit of effective meditation. Today's fifth poem, Mental Poisons. In Mahayana Buddhism, popular in North Asia, we speak of the five mental poisons as well as the five wisdoms. It is a myth of a patriarchy that the five wisdoms are an antidote that must be applied to the five mental poisons of hate and greed and confusion and jealousy and pride. If the five wisdoms are not the antidotes to the five mental poisons, then what is the relationship between these two sets of five? 
from the point of view of Mahamudra and Dzogchen, within hate is the seed of mirror-like wisdom. Within greed is the seed of discriminating wisdom. Within confusion is the seed of the wisdom of the basic space of phenomena. And within jealousy is the seed of all accomplishing wisdom. And within pride is the seed of equalizing wisdom. If that is the case, then how do we actualize the wisdom at the heart of every mental poison? By applying the universal antidote of awareness and release. During each inhalation, passively, vulnerably, non-analytically notice whatever you experience. During each exhalation, physically relax as best you can, that you might mentally let go as well. Noticing rage, we could relax into mirror-like wisdom. Noticing greed, we could relax into discriminating wisdom. Noticing confusion, we could relax into the wisdom of the basic space of all phenomena. Noticing jealousy, we could relax into all accomplishing wisdom. And noticing pride, we could relax into equalizing wisdom. A Jedi could squander decades poring over the teachings of every holocron, or like Qui-Gon Jinn, simply be led by the Force. Likewise, within our minds are the present cells of circumstantial stress and the present cells of emotional stress and physical stress and mental stress. But the single key that opens them all is the simple practice of awareness and release. Today's sixth poem work. You do not need your teacher's permission, but only your teacher's advice. Do you not value your teacher's advice? Why? When you have applied her instructions, have you failed to receive satisfactory results? If that is the case, then go Find a teacher whose instructions work when you apply them. Today's seventh poem, A Leaf in a Gale. One bright morning during the years I attended elementary school, stepfather was livid again. In the harshest language and volume possible, he explained that our dog would die prematurely because I did not exercise it enough. This was the first time he had ever even hinted that I should exercise that dog, and now he was accusing me of murdering her 
through neglect. How much pain was stepfather in that day? What was it that was driving him like a leaf in a gale? Today's eighth and final poem, Tractor Beam. Be yourself, be yourself, always be yourself. For to pretend to be someone you are not is to live your life in a prison of your own creation. Be yourself, for doing so could repel those incapable of appreciating who you really are, and also draw into your life those who are best for you, like the Millennium Falcon caught in the tractor beam of the Death Star. Let us conclude with a simple call to action. This podcast will never have any advertisements. So support us monthly on PayPal and like us on your podcast service to help others find us just as you found us as well. If meditation has felt impossible or boring or just out of reach, you are welcome to register at meditatelikeajedi.org for the next series of live online meditation class webinars that meet once a week.